Hello. Today is day 40, and we are going over James 2. And one of the things in the devotional part that I, I really liked was um, how he talked about how we might think of, um, you know, sins being uh, at different levels and that uh, our behavior should be consistent with what we believe so that whenever we're doing something that isn't honoring to him, that that, you know, should make us question our faith. Because, uh, I mean, I, I know there's lots of things that I've, you know, for years in the past I would do and be like, I know the Bible says not to do that, but I, you know, care less about it. You know, I, I don't think that applies to me. Um, and, you know, looking back at it, if I'm being completely honest, I would say, yeah, in that area of my life, Jesus did not have the control. I had not given it over to him. Um, I did not have faith in that area. And I, uh, you know, and because of that, I, I continued to walk in that sin. But then as time went on, and he started to get more control of different areas of my heart and therefore different areas of my life, my behavior. Um, I started to see where some of those things would be wrong. And not only did I see them as wrong and, you know, being what the Bible says is true, um, but it also like, I, I started to grieve my heart when I would do that. And, um, help me, help me to turn to, and repent, and and turn away from those. So that's something to remember as we're reading it, and to you know kind of try to think about as we're examining or kind of auditing our our spiritual life. It's another short one, so I'll go ahead and read it. James two. My brothers and sisters, believe in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ must not show favoritism. Suppose a man comes in your meeting wearing a gold ring and fine clothes, and a poor man in filthy clothes also comes in. If you show special attention to the man wearing the fine clothes, say, here's a seat for you, but say to the poor man, you stand there or sit on the floor by my feet. Have you not discriminated among yourselves and become a judge with evil thoughts? Listen, my dear brothers and sisters, has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith and inherit the kingdom? He promised those who love him. But you have dishonored the poor. It is not the rich who are exploiting you. Or is it not the rich who are exploiting you? Are they not the ones dragging you in the court? Are they not the ones who are blaspheming the noble name of him to whom you are you belong? If you really keep the royal law found in scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing right. But if you show favoritism, you sin and are convicted by the law as a lawbreaker. For whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles at one part is guilty of breaking all of it. For he who said, you shall not commit adultery, also said, you shall not commit murder. If you do not commit adultery, but you commit murder, you have become a lawbreaker. 
speak and act as those going to be judged by the law that gives freedom, because judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. And what good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well-fed, but does nothing about his physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if not accompanied by actions, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God? Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. You foolish person, do you want... Do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled um, that says Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. And yet he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do, not by faith alone. Excuse me. In the same way, was not Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction? As the Bible, as the as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Father, help us to recognize the areas of our life where we don't have faith. Areas of our life where we don't recognize or don't fully believe what your word says is true that we are just giving lip service to it and saying we believe something, but our actions show completely different. I know through uh, counseling and, and, and different things, you have come to show me that I have certain uh, false beliefs that I didn't recognize that were there. With that, where I would say I trust and I believe the whole word of God and I trust and I believe you and everything, but then my actions showed a completely different viewpoint and I was blind to them. And I, there's still lots of them I'm blind to that you are slowly, uh, as time goes on, showing me where those false beliefs are so that I can clear them out, repent and turn towards you. And I ask that you do that. You continue to do that for me and do that for each of us. Help us, to have the blinders removed to see where we are holding false beliefs at, where our actions are not meeting up with our words or are meeting up with our heart. Help us to see our true intentions of our heart and to um, have thankfulness when we see that they align with you, that they are within your will and to just praise you for that, that you have saved us in those areas and you are keeping us on track with you in those areas. And that when we find the areas that aren't on track with you, where we aren't having the faith, 
or we aren't doing what your will says. Help us, Holy Spirit, to recognize it, to accept it, and to repent and to turn our, our ways and, and give it to you. To accept your grace, to accept your love, to accept your peace and your power to to change, to become more like you, and to hand that area of our life over to you, Lord Jesus, to rule with your iron scepter, as it says you do in in Revelations. Help us to know when we're showing favoritism. Help us to recognize the hypocrisy in it and how kind of stupid it really is. Um, <laughs> when it talks about, like, aren't they the ones dragging you into court? Aren't they the ones who are blaspheming your noble name? Um, I used to kind of sit and read that and be like, oh, that, that doesn't apply to me or apply to this day and age. But, you know, look around now and I, I kind of see it all over the news nowadays. And I I ask that you help us to recognize that. You help us to not try to show favoritism or show, uh, you know, give in to fear of man, but to show our trust in you, to show our faith in you, to show that we see we see the world for what it truly is we see you for who you truly are and we see your grace and your love for it for the world and and help that to be shown through us help us to not have any areas of our life where we're um where we're rationalizing things, but where we're just in a holy fear of you, humbling ourselves before you, letting you search our hearts like David talks about in Psalms 51. Uh, um, a broken and contrite heart is, you know, what you, you desire. You know, help us to give our hearts over to you and to allow you to change them. Um, Because we all are lawbreakers without you. And we all need your grace and your forgiveness to, to move forward. And we ask all this in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen.